This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Three time it is, and as usual, we head Tuesday drink task and Steve and Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, yes indeed. And today we toast 60-year-old Mitchell Vest of Houston, Texas. I believe Mike has more of this coming yep. up. He was almost interior designed. He's, I can't explain it. I'll just tell you the story. Now, he's six foot six, 250 pounds, right? He likes to wear kilts. In Seattle, he'd blend right in. He lives in Houston. Well, recently, he and his wife visited a local antiques mall. So Mitchell, he first went to a place called Antique Gallery of Houston. Hmm. And that's where he placed a makeup brush. Think about what that is, a makeup brush. And a so-called restoration hardware piece up his anus. So your question is, well, was he stealing these things? No. No, he was not stealing these things. Instead, he returned the merchandise to the shelf. But he was not done. He then headed to the curiosity shop where he put both a bottle opener and a tobacco tent can up that same anus. What is a tobacco tent I'm not sure. Can. I was trying to figure it out. I don't know. Either way, whatever it is, you store something you're going to ingest a little bit later. But like before, he removed these items from his anus and put them back on the shelf. Uh, the thing is, he left feces on all four objects, which were then thrown away. Anyway, thanks to video evidence and a little CCTV, Mitchell was, in fact, arrested. My question to you, gentlemen. You see a grown-ass man, he's six years old, he's a big dude, he's wearing a kilt, he puts objects up his anus, and put, he's not stealing them, puts them back on the shelf. What do you think his bail was? You've been arrested, we have you on video, we see you $10,000. Lower. Ah, $500. $100. So he goes back to trial on February 3rd, just... Keep what town was it in? Houston. This was right outside of Houston. I mean, it was a curiosity shop. It it was a curiosity yeah, shop. <laughs> I, hey, the guy took it to heart. Yeah. And then he wasn't curious anymore. So it just looks like one of the old school containers that had tobacco in it. Yep. Well, it was in his butt. We'd just still buy it. 
freshly out of his butt. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! The Men's Room presents Profile This. Hey, Stephen Throw Hill, could you please, everyone? Now, Profile This is played. The, the makeup brush, Mike. <laughs> yeah, it's a simple game, Miles, where we share with you a real-life news story. Something that happened right here on planet Earth. Earth, 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 Earth. And as you listen to the story, based on the stereotypes you believe to be true of people and the decisions that people make, we'll ask you what it is you think makes the story a story. Our phone lines did what babies do and took a crap again. So, gentlemen, it is between you. We have three categories. We have bite me. In other words, what did somebody find in their food? Interior decorating, where you guessed the foreign object that ended up on the inside of someone. And finally, animalize this, where you guessed the animal responsible for causing the problem. I think I think based on the, the, uh, the shot, we should do interior decorating. I like it. <laughs> Tobacco tent can. Tent can. I was never familiar with the tobacco tent can until today. Mm. And I hate that that's how I learned. Ah, it says curiosity. <laughs> it does say curiosity. He misunderstood the point. All right. An ex-con with a lengthy rap sheet. He had something stashed in his rectum when he was booked into the jail. Christopher Boyd, 32 years old. He was a passenger in a vehicle that was pulled over around 2 o'clock in the morning for an obstructed license plate. Now, the driver and the second passenger, they were eventually released after being searched by the cops. A pat-down of Boyd, however, turned up a small bag with multiple pills in his right sock. Now, Boyd reportedly said he got the narcotics from his, quote, Aunt Trish and believed the pills to be Percocet. He said he used a painkiller because he has a bullet lodged in his spine, which is true. Now, before being placed in a police cruiser, Boyd was searched, though he claimed to be unable to spread his legs very far due to the spine injury. Now, while searching a Boyd's groin area, they say Boyd tensed up, and they added he asked the suspect if he had anything stuffed in his groin or his buttocks. Boyd said, I don't. Well, upon arriving at the county jail, Boyd was now walking with a limp and appeared to be clenching his butt when he walked. Now, Boyd was then placed in a body scanner, which detected an object in his groin region. The strip search located two plastic bags containing marijuana tucked next to Boyd's scrotum. Police then sought to remove an unknown item from Boyd's rectum. Now, while Boyd continued to clench his butt, a cop, quote, was able to see an object that Boyd had in his rectum. Have I announced this before? All right, good. That, uh, seagull just flew like we're up on the 14th floor. He was just like staring at Mike and I. Okay, no, that's why we're smiling. Like, whoa! I was like, okay, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, the item was subsequently <laughs> removed from inside Boyd's body uh, and secured in a patrol cart. He's charged with an assortment of felony drug and trafficking charges. He was booked into the county jail where he's being held without bail. What did the cops find in this poop crevice? That's the question. Was it more drugs? Was it brass knuckles? Was it a gun, Ted, or was it a pipe? Some more drugs, brass knuckles, a gun, or a pipe. What did they find in his butt? I'm assuming drug pipe for that option. Usually you say meth or crack pipe. Yeah, well, yes, yes, a drug mm. pipe, not like smoke. <laughs> Frosty the Snowman pipe. Also smoke tobacco. Yes, I meant <laughs> a drug pipe, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Ted, it's weird. I'm going to go brass knuckles. 
Because he was really clenching to hold it in. That seems heavy. Oh, yeah. And they were like, dude, for real. Like, nah, I know nah, a gun's nah, also nah. heavy. I'm just going to go there. Yeah, I'm going gun. Gun for Ted. I always go gun. You always go gun. I know. Law of averages, it's a gun. <laughs> Thinking out of miles, I was going to jump in on uh, brass knuckles with you. Okay, brass knuckles. Uh oh. What did he have uh, hidden in the backside? More drugs, brass knuckles, a gun, or a pipe? We'll find out next. That was a tease. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 99.9 KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Categories interior decorating on profilers. We have an ex-con who stashed something in his backside when he was being booked into jail. He was in a car with a bunch of buddies, but apparently he was the guy that had all the stuff. Yeah, he was walking yeah. funny. So he had uh, pills on him and his sock. Uh, also, he was trying to conceal something in his backside yep, yep, while yep. being uh, booked into jail. So the question is, did he have more drugs? Brass knuckles, a gun, or a pipe? Let us start with our very own Mike Hawk and oh. Miles Montgomery. Both of you guys went with the old brass knuckles, which Seems I don't crazy. know why I find so funny, but it was not brass knuckles. Ted, because you always do, you went with a gun. If it's a backside and gun is an option, it's a you got a gun. Yeah. You're Get correct. There you go. He had a gun in his butt. Jesus. It's not always gun, but. No, but you always. I feel confident with gun. I really prefer it if it's in the uh, the 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 woman's secret purse, the vagina. I thought we had a. That's no secret, Tim. Yeah. That's a change purse. Man, it's been a secret to me the last few months. Now for all the TV news all the time. It is time for TV time with Ted. And now, because your pathetic life is confined to countless hours in front of a talking box, the men's room presents TV Time with Ted. Ah! Need a little water, Ted? You thirsty? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's see. Sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, you're right. Uh, I think like a lot of people, you're still, uh, you know, this is just a tough time of year. All right. I'm going to say it. So football. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, college basketball's going, but you're mm-hmm. not into March Madness yet. I know. I want to say, like, I think high school hoops are kind of starting the the uh, end of season tournaments and stuff. But just you know, you you just get used to having Sundays and football and this and that. 
So I did watch last week. I started watching the Netflix show about NASCAR. All right. So I wanted to be a little more involved. And frankly, one of our listeners said, hey, Ted, you should watch this. I think you'll like it. Show's not bad. The NASCAR guys are like, I get it. Denny Hamlin seems like all the fans hate him. And at first you're like, Denny Hamlin's kind of a D. Then you realize, like, they're all kind of Ds. Sure, of course. Like, Joey Logano comes off very nice, but then you realize a lot of people don't like him either. And I also did take into consideration the make of the car. So, like, I I was talking to somebody this weekend, and I said, ah, I'm getting into NASCAR. I know you're a NASCAR guy. And he's like, yeah, but they don't drive an American car. And I was like, well, I've got a 2006 Acura. It's not my place to judge. (laughs) So I did watch the Daytona 500. It had an exciting finish, I thought. A lot of people are pissed off about it. But the interesting thing is the guy that won, and you'll hear him say it right here after he wins the race, started at home on a simulator. I can't believe it, man. It's, uh, this is incredible. I had a much different background than you know anybody in the sport growing up racing on, no, that's it. on the computer. And to make it to the Daytona 500 to win the race is pretty amazing. So honestly, it hasn't really sunk in. It's the craziest race. I mean, we're two and three wide all day. It's, it takes everything you have. So it's pretty cool. All right, so basically he learned about tracks and everything, playing on his computer, then a simulator, and he was so good at it. And then during the pandemic, a lot of the regular racers, and I remember this from F1 as well, were playing on these games, and this kid kept beating everybody. So finally Hendricks was like, well, let's see what he could do. Put him and, out there, yeah. Right, and, I get, and, and he's part of that uh, Netflix series, and he's like, once I got into a real car, he's like, obviously it's a lot different, but he started winning races, and now it's like people are looking forward to it. I've also come to realize that there's like two things in NASCAR that are important. Number one is winning a title. But number two is you got to win at Daytona. So there's some guys right. who have Daytona's won the title, the but they've never won the 500. And it's got to be the 500. So they race there again. Yep. And, and it's like a big deal. Or you got my guy, Denny Hamlin, who wins a lot of races, wins the 500, but he can't, uh, he can't win a title. Have you, uh, Ted, have you ever spent any time in Daytona Beach? I have never been to Daytona in my life. Okay. So I, I thought that Key West was like the most lawless place I've ever been. As far as just, just wow, this is... Yeah. But Key West is more like... A different kind of debauchery. Right. You're talking about probably weed before it was legal in Florida. Maybe some alternative lifestyles. Daytona is, we're racing cars and motorcycles on the beach. Yes. I mean, it is a different <laughs> level of, wow, this is, this is a culture I've never experienced. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never been down there. And it, I mean, look, it's interesting. I will say, to me, NASCAR is always going to have a giant issue... With just you finish your season in the fall, right? Like the MLS season will start up soon, and you you've heard me and Thrill go blue in the face since '09 talking about it. It's just tough when you when you have MLS Cup either at the end of November or early December, and you're trying to compete with the NFL. Yeah. The NFL has done a very good job in this country of of just being the sport, right? Like I love college football, like but even the NBA and and hockey and baseball. Baseball still to me is probably number two. But, I mean, the NFL dominates American sports landscape. I thought it down. And it, it down. Right. And it's, it's pretty simple. I will say the NBA, look, personally, and I, and I like the NBA. Well, it's hard to watch anymore. There's no defense in that league. But that all-star game, I thought, just sucked. It wasn't very exciting. And I get it. It's an all-star game. But, like, they played no defense. And then I've seen – so this has been a giant topic, right? Especially online on the sports shows. And there's been a lot of pushbacks. We were like – 
Yeah, but the ratings were up, and I kept seeing that. So then today I did a little research, and it's like, the ratings were up 20% from last year. Mm-hmm. But last year's NBA All-Star Game was the least watched. This was the second least <laughs> It's all about how you spend it's all uphill from now. the numbers. Right? <laughs> it's all you spend, and, and that's the beauty of statistics, man. You can take a horrible statistic, which this is like, this is the second worst watch. But all you got to say is, so from last year, by this much percent, yeah, and Dude. I said this earlier off the air, but you got to keep in mind, baseball started all-star games because back in the day, it, like if you were a Yankees or a Red Sox fan, you never saw the National League teams unless you were in the World Series. So right. you just didn't see those guys. So the all-star game was a chance to be like, oh, hey, we can go watch, I don't know, like some other great baseball player because he's going to play at our stadium. Yeah. So, like, I don't even know, truthfully, that we need all-star games, no. period, anymore, especially with the internet. You don't even have to have... You don't even have to have sports channels. You can just go online and see what LeBron did last night. Yeah, it's kind, of, that good. kind of the same way the Super Bowl started. The whole idea was you did not watch teams from the AFL if you're in a national football league town. So you never saw the Chiefs if you lived in Green Bay. Right. You never saw the right. Raiders. You never saw any of these teams. So they said, well, look, we'll just play one game at the end. Whoever the champion is from each uh, you know, league and, and, but it, takes and look on. What happened. And then the whole thing folded in together, obviously. But Well, and I'd say the other thing, too, with the NBA is like the dunk contest. Now, look. I know who Mac McClellan is. All right, I've been following him since he's high, in high school, and he played at Georgetown. He, I mean, look, the kid could ball, but he just can't stay on an NBA roster. So he plays in the D League, and then somebody gives him a ten day contract, and he comes up, and I mean, he's got bounce for real. Right. I don't know if you saw any of his dunks. It's unreal. But I'm like, I want to see the real NBA players go out there and compete in a dunk contest. So, little little boring, but you know, like I said, sad time of year. Got to get into that stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, every Thanksgiving, when we talk about uh, different shows and holidays, I never knew this about this episode, but Peanuts is pretty, f- pretty famous for their holiday specials. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and then I'd say the Christmas ones are the dominant ones, but the Thanksgiving one is there as well. It's the best they have. Right, and thrill it's you know my, me and my memory. Like I can remember sitting in a random hotel <laughs> bar, and it's right before Thanksgiving. And you're like, watch when Franklin. The one black character it's walks all. in for Thanksgiving. And it's funny because Charlie Brown high-fives him. But, he, but everyone else that walks in, hi, Lucy, hi, Sally, hi, Peppermint Patty. Franklin walks in. They don't say a word. They just high-five. And off they go. And you uh, can't not see it once you know it's there. Right. And then I think we've even talked that you don't see him much. Well, it no. turns out there's not a lot known about Franklin. Uh, there's going to be a new special now streaming on Apple TV Plus called Snoopy Presents Welcome Home Franklin. And it's about how Franklin joined the group. Basically, he's the first black Peanuts character. Uh, Charles Schultz uh, drew him in 1968 following a suggestion from a white female school teacher in L.A. If you're not familiar with your history or maybe you're just younger, like this is right after Martin Luther King gets assassinated. And this yeah, yeah. So she was like, hey, it might be good to have a black character uh uh, in there, he took the suggestion. He created a, a comic strip where Franklin meets Charlie at the beach. The beach, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm black. Franklin, like <laughs> and then he makes no, he his, didn't. <laughs> he makes his animated debut in 1973 in a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Oh, that was his first appearance. Right, so he had been in the comic strip, okay. but he was All in right. none of the uh, animated cartoons. Okay. And then at Thanksgiving, 
Yeah, Thanksgiving, he got invited over, and there he was. I just, I, I don't know. I know that. No, it's great. That's great. I mean, I always thought we were kind of making jokes about him not getting enough screen time, kind of tongue-in-cheek. Nah, dog. Right. When I read it today, I was like, oh, no. And it's like, yeah, we know nothing about him. Like, where, where did he come from? How did he get there? But you also got to be careful. Apple will explain this. Right. You don't want to just turn on the Thanksgiving special and be like, right. what's, what's Franklin doing there? Why is his brother in my home? <laughs> so i mean He's getting his own special i'll be damned yeah and i mean look obviously people it's are called what white women at people get upset and i don't blame them around the holidays that you can't you got to have apple tv to see the specials yeah but now the advantage of apple tv having them is stuff like this where like i don't you know abc whoever used to have them or cbs wasn't going to be like put in a production of franklin special you know yeah. i, I want to see where snoopy came from did they go to oh. the pound, right? I mean, did they adopt him? It's, was he a well, stray dog? He's, a, he's a beagle, so he's probably a rescue. He's probably <laughs> well, involved in medical <laughs> medical experiments. And they've yeah. either, either covered <laughs> it, or it's been in there, or he's always been there, so we don't question it. Okay. They're just saying, like, Franklin showed up a little bit after the, it was established, so people were like, we don't even have a backstory for this guy. So the people moved out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, and it's not like TV. Like, TV, they don't do it as much anymore. They're still doing it on some shows where you just change out the actor or something. <laughs> you just... You that ain't the real Franklin. Right. You just don't address it. You know? Like, for me, the big one was Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. There was Aunt, Aunt Bib? Yeah. But they, after two seasons, they swapped her out for a different woman. And it's like, it was never... It was just like, all right, that's what happens. And I think I remember my mom being like, ah, it used to happen on soaps all the time. It, they, oh, yeah. Definitely soap operas. I know they did it on, what, Roseanne? They, uh, whoever played, she Becky or she Becky, I don't know, the blonde daughter. And then they replaced her with the woman that ended up being on Scrubs, the blonde chick. And then they brought back, what is it called, the Condors now, and they went back to the original, whatever her name is. And then it happened with Tim Allen's show, they replaced one of the daughters on that one as well. What? Every Well, every every vacation movie had different kids, it seemed yeah, like. I, right. Yeah, right, yeah. right on Bewitched, they had two different Darrens, so... Right. And at least with you're the talking soap. a main character, right. man. At least with the soap, they they either had surgery or had amnesia or something like that. It was all a dream. They they had an excuse. You know, there's the saying, like, really like, suspension of disbelief. But I believe on soap operas, you adopt that more than any. Sure. Uh, you could watch The Hobbit seems more realistic than the soap opera. <laughs> I'm more likely to be attacked by a dragon than deal with any of the things that these people here are dealing with. <laughs> Correct. The evil twin contract negotiations. Well, and the I will say in the vacation movies too, like it is funny because like you watch original vacation and then European vacation, but then it's a long time. Oh yeah, before Christmas vacation comes out. But like Audrey was like they had to kind of change some of that stuff, right? Because oh, Audrey yeah. was always a little pudgier and this and that. It's like well they're not going to make those jokes anymore. Not with Juliette Lewis. <laughs> Right, God, and then I can't right. remember who her. the last girl was by the time Anthony they got Michael Hall was one of Vegas the- vacation. I thought, yeah, Vegas Ooh. was the last one that was like mainstream. I, I probably, they probably did one or two more. But I mean, look, we're seeing it right now, and look, those kids—they're adults now. But with uh, Stranger Things, right? Like between it, the pandemic and stuff, they're like, "Look, we got to get in, and we have to film this now." Writers they're, strike. They're the like pandemic. in their like what nineteen or early twenties. Like they just don't look like children anymore. Millie Bobby Brown just turned twenty. Correct. So she's supposed to be 12 or 13. Like, that's a little tough. And I know, uh, what's his name? Finn, the the kid with, like, the curly hair or whatever. Like, I mean, he's grown a lot. And just physically, he's just gotten bigger. And it's about 
when you see them, right? Because Beverly Hills 90210 came out. They're all high school students. They're all in their 20s. Uh, the guy I never liked, the bad boy. I can't remember his name. He was in his 30s at the oh, time. Oh, Luke Perry. Luke Perry. But you had never seen them before then, so everyone was okay with it. Yeah, he was listening but your kids you... had a weird uh, di- with Harry Potter, just the, once they started watching the movies. The age yeah, my kid, between, so between the characters. The problem that my kids had was, you know, when the movies came out, it was released within the years that they would have grown that much. That's one thing. My kids kind of binged it. So they watch, you know, the, the second Harry Potter, but they're still like children, children. You get to the third one, and my kids are like, wait, they're like four years older. And at the time they're watching it, it's hard to explain. Like, well, yeah, but they really, they, honest to God, they lost interest because these little kids that related to them no longer. They're like, what the hell, man? We're in the third movie. These are teenagers now. This yeah, and some sense. of the stuff at TV and movies is just silly for high school kids. Hey, look, I love All American. You watch it yet? I have not watched it, Ted. No, no. Uh, but yeah, I mean, some of the stuff there just, I get they're supposed to live in an expensive neighborhood of Beverly Hills, but like some of the stuff they're doing, you're like, that's just not realistic right. for high school. Franklin will still be eight. Correct. That's the beauty of exactly. Or even when I started watching, uh, uh, what's it, Karate Kid, the, the, the Cobra new Kai. one. Cobra, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, yeah. Right? Like, I, like, you look it up, it's like, all right, yeah. Some of these kids seem very athletic and a little more. It's like, yeah, they're like 21, 22. Oddly enough, Ralph Macchio still looks younger than any of his young co-stars. Mm-hmm. He does. He's aged very well. Yes. He's, you know. Well, and his hair is younger than all of them as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ted. We appreciate it. You're listening to The Men's Room. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. The Men's Room returns with Miles and Thrill. Now, let's see what's happening in the real world. All right, here we go to Philadelphia, where motorists on 995 see a real Philadelphia Philly running down the street. Meanwhile, a Florida doctor is fined for radiating the wrong teeth. Police looking for a person who lost his leg on a railroad track. Man likes antiquing to find things for his crack. And a runaway dog wins $139 on a lottery scratch-off ticket. It is time for your headlines. Now, it's time to hit the head. Lines. Here's my car. All right, Tom, start. We go to the Virgin Islands, where a man chose the wrong prospective customer. He made his way into the local car wash, finding the owner of a nearby mechanic shop and attempted to sell her a power converter that was in his possession. The shop owner took a look at the converter and noticed something about it that caused her to call authorities. Turns out, she had already called police a few days earlier because her car was broken into and she had several items stolen from it, including a power converter. Uh-huh. After realizing that the man was trying to sell her her own converter back, she called police and the man is now facing charges. <laughs> Good work there, buddy. Of all the people that you try to sell it to, you just happen to land on the one that you stole it from. Yeah, right. I mean, that, like, that's the irony. I just hope he legit had zero reason to, to believe that it was her. Oh, yeah. You know it what I mean? It was her. A, probably just bad, bad criminal. Right? Yeah. I got it. Another news, we go to Texas where we uh, revisit our shot of the day honoree. A man in a kilt was spotted by multiple witnesses shopping around an antique mall. 
inserting multiple items into his rectum and then promptly removing them and putting them back on the shelves. Surveillance footage was submitted to authorities of the 60-year-old man as he contaminated a makeup brush, a tobacco tent can, an antique antique bottle opener. He did and a restoration hardware piece. He's facing several charges. You're 60 years old, dude. I hate that I'm laughing. For contaminating? I know. I understand. No, just for his actions. Right? I know it's ridiculous. Well, and and we have this discussion off the air. It's like, okay... You love messing with our boy VD. If you want to go over there and put his pen in your rectum and then back on his desk, you're still an a-hole, but I understand... Who says I haven't? But I understand why you did it. It's kind of funny. You're being a jerk on purpose. Okay. This man is inserting things into his rectum, putting them back on the shelves, and then I'm assuming that he intended to leave. I don't think he planned on just camping out waiting for the... Oh, she's going to touch it. No, it was the... They got him on a closed circuit. Right. That's the thing. And apparently he had been there a few times before. And it, So the clients were like, oh, no, he's nice. He's great. He's this. He's oh, that. sure he is. I mean, antique shops seem like an easier place to go about this than, like, a normal store. Sure, you need some privacy, right? You need, you need some they just, I, time. I don't go to a ton of antique shops, but it seems like usually there's only one, maybe two people working. Exactly. And there's not a... They don't always seem super busy. Right. Like, if I was going to hide something back there... <laughs> And it's endless corridors of different rooms. Yeah, it is. You know. A lot of different shelves and whatnot. Do you think they <laughs> were happy that he was? Because you watch the video and you go, man, he's stealing. No, he's not stealing from us. Oh, God. Oh, no. But I would be right. happier if, if he, he was were a stealing. Thief. That'd be one thing. If he was pleasuring himself, that would be one thing as I well. I get it. I get but it. he was just contaminating <laughs> the doggone things and putting them back on the shelf. I'm like, sorry, that's Mike, just that's gross, dude. Jesus, God. That's just gross. <laughs> And again, coming from somebody who had to clean up a bathroom that that had a prank that was set, and thank God it didn't fall for the booby trap, but it's like, you didn't even get to see it. What's the damn point? It's the long game, Mike. It's not even a game. It is. I've never done that, but I can relate to the long game. Look, somebody is going to be upset in the future. He just sits there and just... Oh, sips yeah. his coffee, knowing somebody's gonna touch it. Like, come on, man, that's just gross. I'm with you. Just steal it. <laughs> exactly. At least then I can just okay. You stole it. This makes no sense. I would never fly on Pawn Stars. You're damn right. Oh God. How much well, did you want for this? Less than it was originally. Yeah. Yeah. It was. A doctor in Florida is in hot water after making a little mistake with a big impact. He was recently on the job supervising radiation therapy on a patient with breast cancer. The good news is the procedure did exactly what it was supposed to. They lined it up on the left breast, fired off the radiation, and can happily report that there is no cancer in the left breast. Because her cancer is in the right breast. Oh. The supervi- <laughs> I did cancer. I don't know my L for my R. <laughs> the supervising doctor has now been ordered to pay $9,000 in fines and investigation fees due to the incident. Oops. I wonder if that can cause other problems down the line. Because it's not like radiation's like, hey, don't worry, you're okay if you do it elsewhere. Right. Like, this is, we have no other option. We're, yeah. we're not going to irradiate your boob to try to get some of that gone. It's not exactly healthy. Criminy. To Montana, where a Montana, a Montana Army National Guard recruitment poster is being taken down. The poster was shared to social media after people noticed something a little unsettling about it. The poster features a command sergeant major holding a picture of his veteran grandfather with faded images of soldiers from the past behind him. But folks started bringing to light that the soldiers pictured behind him in the poster are not American soldiers, 
but German oh, World War II soldiers. Jesus God, Nazis, dude, really? pretty much. Yeah, German World <laughs> War II soldiers. <laughs> I mean, just they've since pulled the poster. <laughs> and just in case those stories left a bad taste in your mouth, thankfully there's good news. A bus driver in North Carolina is being called a hero for her actions while transporting students. At one point during the ride, the driver noticed the engine compartment of the bus catch fire. Side note, bad news. She noticed. Okay, good. <laughs> huh. Wow, that's not supposed to happen. Thinking quickly and staying calm, the driver safely and effectively unloaded all of the children off of the bus and away to safety while firefighters arrived on the scene to put out the blaze. Fifteen minutes later, the situation was under control and the students were safely transported to where they needed to go. Gotta love it. Good, man. Good on her. In the world of sports. There's nothing but college basketball on tonight. On all the ESPN channels, FS1 and CBS Sports, I did see that there was some super motocross that was on as well if you wanted to go and check that out. All right. As far as your weather, expect cloudy skies in mid-40s tonight. The rain is going to kick up in the middle of the night into tomorrow with temperatures in the high 40s with a high of 51 degrees. And that is it for your headlines with that, Mike Hawkazai. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. We'll see you next time for the return of Who Sucks Less. We have more Pearl Jam tickets. Yep. As does Kevin Deers, who's up next. Yes, indeed. It's all true. But in the meantime, well... We be all about this bitch. So until next time, please do what you do best. And for Aletha's sake, stay beautiful. The men's room has been taped before a live studio audience. Wardrobe and makeup provided by Mantastic Limited. This has been a presentation of the Men's Room Radio Network. Oh, man. A double flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest.